welcome to the Death and Betrayal Podcast. With me on deck today is Miles from Little Legend, filling in for Craig. How you doing, Miles? Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, I was roped into this uh, because you didn't have a, a guest and you didn't want to just sit on by yourself rambling like a madman. Yeah, uh, I don't think anyone else wants that either. No. <laughs> But no, uh, no, thank you for inviting me on. Uh, always a pleasure, never a chore. Yeah. To uh, sort of like catch up, chew the fat, chew the cud. Beautiful. Um, well, I, I appreciate it, and I, I know Craig does too. Uh, and we got we actually we got some good fat to chew on. So um, mm-hmm. we we'll, we'll do a little bit of hobby talk, and then uh, we've got got another campaign that dropped with another new unit. And then uh, if we got some time, we we came up with a couple of uh, trigger armies to flesh out. Or yeah, you this, like to annoy our, uh, neckbeards. Th- yeah, this is our grand idea. What what can we do as a segment? I know, we'll piss people off. Yeah. Um, those of you who know me on a personal level know that fits in exactly with the kind of person I am. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, right on. So, uh, hobby-wise, what, what have you been doing um, uh, for your, your own projects lately? Uh, yeah, so this is the problem I perennially face on uh, the Age of Darkness podcast plug. Um, is that I'm not allowed to talk about commission work, but this is my golden quarter. So I'm doing nothing but uh, commission work at the okay. moment. Well, what's your favorite commission piece that you're working on right now? Like, What are you enjoying the most? Uh, I'm running through the actual commissions I'm doing. So uh, I just completed – oh, I can't say what that is because that's – okay, every year – uh, via the Patreon, the Legend Patreon. Again, sorry, I can't help but plug my, plug these things. Oh, get, um, get to I, it, yeah. I, I do an advent calendar. So every day I give patrons something new, a gift. Uh, we've actually got uh, a couple of SDL files to 3D print this year. Uh, but I always crown it with an individual special tutorial. Uh, and I've just finished that off. Uh, I need to edit it. Uh, but that's coming at the end of the year. Uh, this month, I need to finish off a Delac gang, uh, which I'm experimenting with doing the robes. So I've I've built it up with uh, purple on a black background and then used sort of like an ice yellow, yellowy, bright tones to highlight them. Uh, so they look quite stark. And then I've used clear, so clear green and blue and smoke over the top to sort of give them a seaweed appearance to the cloak. Um, nice. Once I've applied the matte varnish, it has lost a lot of that contrast, so I will need to build that in later on. But yeah, the, the premise is sound. I haven't bugged up the models, much to my uh, clients, uh, uh, much to my uh, clients, uh, what's the word, happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blasting through some ultramarines as we speak. Uh, it seems every, this time of year, I'm either painting Conrad Kurz or ultramarines for whatever reason. Uh, but for myself, uh i've what have i got for myself i have a sanguineous that i've been painting for like five years my own personal one oh, yeah. uh, that i've just been chipping away at like here and there um so i'll probably chip away a little bit more at him uh, and i need to finish off a loken that i've been painting for a few months because i've done abaddon and it's such a nice scene to put together uh that it feels like a nice way to round off the return to Estvan challenge uh that'll be playing in next year in, in firestone games in cardiff so that's sort of like the, the rounding off that project. Yeah. So that's me. Lots, kind of like a shotgun approach to hobbying and painting at the moment. I'm doing a bit of everything. How about yourself? Uh, I'm actually uh, very much in the same behavior right now. Um, yeah. I, uh, I just got some oils finished up on um, 
the the drop pod you and I've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got uh, I, I did the silver up on the Thunder Warrior that I've been working on and the leather. Ah, uh, did you have you applied the oils to it yet? I haven't. No, uh, I bought them and then um, I just felt like building last night, mm-hmm. so I built uh, two Storm Eagles and three Xiphons. Nice. And uh, started a Thunderhawk. Wait a sec, is this the aeronautica? Yeah. Rig? Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. that was a yeah, that was a bit of a lead in. Like, whoa, you did what? Um, no. <laughs> you did all by one evening, Alex. You're a super hobbyist. Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, easiest storm eagles I've ever built. That's for sure. Um, uh, you can slam one out in about thirty minutes. Uh, but re- really nice kits, actually. Um, mm. I, I, they're they're gonna be fun. I've got a friend uh, who's been printing me up like a surprise epic thirty k army. So, Ooh. Yeah, I don't know what I'm playing yet, but I have a feeling it's Blood Angels. Um, Does he have a file for uh, a Sanguinius? In I think Epic? he does. Oh, um, okay, I need to talk to him. Okay, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll link you guys up. But because yeah. I mentioned I wanted a a, um, a Primark in in 30k, and uh, yeah, get I, get your guy to talk to my guy. All right, yeah, I will. Um, and he's, he's pretty handy with blenders. So like he changes things a little bit, uh, and actually he's even made a couple of his own characters in STL format. Um, I think he did one for Tor, um, Tarek. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Um, yeah. Right from scratch. Like he's getting, he's getting really into it. Um, but, uh, I did see a sneak picture of it and he's got, uh, he's got a couple of glaives. Um, Mm -hmm. that's the big tank with the Volkite thing on it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I always get the glaive and the fell blade mixed up. Um, <laughs> but uh, a couple of those, a couple Volkite sabers, because he knows I, I like Volkite. Uh, <laughs> and then there's some Mark II jump marines and a bunch of Mark VI in there, so it could be anything. <laughs> but uh, but he, know, he knows that, I, and, and he's printing me like a, an oversized BFG ship I mentioned last night, so there's probably some drop pods in that list too but uh nice. you know one of the biggest boons in our community for epic modelers unless you're a sons of horus player is contrast paint yes. if you're collecting blood angels um uh, like a very dark red even like a, a, a like a blue or violet base coat white central highlight contrast on the top done oh perfect so if it is blood angels i'm just gonna do that um yeah he uh he did his Sons of Horus with a contrast paint color that he mixed up for 30k. Uh, or for Epic. Yeah, contrast is so good when it comes to knocking up because you don't want, you can't add scratches or detail them. You don't want to do like two tone blending or oil work. You just want to blast through them and start playing. Yeah. Uh, you can spend a little bit more time on the Titans, on uh, the Aeronautica stuff because they're slightly larger. Uh, but yeah, baseline infantry. Who in their right mind would want to go through like color modulation? Well, I'm not in my right mind, so I wouldn't put, put it past myself to try it. But <laughs> I'm gonna take something that makes me see cool colors and do color modulation on tiny men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the old me 100% would have, uh, which was why I stopped going down that Emperor's Children mm-hmm. route years ago. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm excited for those, but. Um, the aeronautica stuff, real crisp, went together real nice. Uh, yes, I keep hearing that. That's um, yeah. I'm primarily using those for the epic, right? Um, they're they're slightly bigger, but whatever, it's fine. 
Uh, yeah, you know, the, it took me by surprise. The Thunderhawk transporter. When I saw the size of that in comparison to like a, a, a Reva Titan, that mm-hmm. oh my god, they've scaled that so incorrectly. But I just so happened to be fortunate enough to own a uh, Thunderhawk and a Reva Titan. I'm looking at both right now. It's actually scaled appropriately. Yeah, the Thunderhawk okay. is way bigger than you think it would be. Yeah, it, it's it's scaled appropriately appropriately to the Reva. What kind of base does the Thunderhawk come with? Because I'm thinking about buying one, but I haven't bought it yet. Oh, the actual big one. Oh, so it comes with like a giant... It, like... it No, it doesn't come with any base. Oh. At, you, you need to buy your own. Yeah, uh, okay. uh, but you can buy like these little wooden pizza bases mm-hmm. from Amazon um, that you can drill into. Uh, so there's a guy in this country called Moggy who yeah. builds, uh, he, he's he's known in commission painter circles, and I guess worldwide now, that if you have anything big, send it to Moggy, because he has all the tools, the equipment, he has the experience to know exactly what base to put on, where to drill, and uh, fortunately, what, what packaging material to buy. So if you need to buy a case for it, you can just send it to him, throw a bunch of money at him, and you come back with a pristine Thunderhawk. Awesome. Uh, I'll get his info from you so I can throw it in the show notes uh, after this. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah I, um, I, it's only on Facebook, but yeah, you can yeah. whack him on there. Sweet. Um, and uh, I know, uh, I think Craig was saying Unreal. I, I can't remember. Unreal the Unreal bases. bases. Yeah, Unreal yeah. Wargaming. Yeah. Um, so like, if you're using those and you want a Thunderhawk for your army, I guess he has like a, oh, a they giant have one. one and he'll pre-drill it for you and everything. Oh my God, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. okay. Just, you've just cost me some money there. Oh, sorry. Because uh, I think Craig uses the Unreal Wargaming bases for his stuff. Um, yes, so they are proud sponsors of Legend Studio, and you can claim a discount code if you join up to the Patreon. Again, another little plug. Oh. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I, well, can't hey, I didn't know about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so every week we put up a newsletter uh, with uh, links to sponsors underneath. Uh, so you click on the link, and it takes you through to the code. Use the code on all your purchases. I think it's something like 15% off. And they have an amazing range at the moment of um, sacred ruins. But, re- I mean, I, I chat infrequently to the owner. He said he's built those bases specifically for terror. So terror-based armies, siege of terror-based armies, those are the sort of bases. And because terror has different surfaces, you can easily pair them with, say, like the ruin bases or sacred bases that are used for uh, Sisters of Battle. There's a lot of interchange with the range as it currently exists. I mean, my entire return to Istvan army is based using uh, Unreal Wargaming bases, the um, ruined ones. Oh, well, you just cost me a bunch of money. So I just cost down. a bunch of people listening to this <laughs> money. <Yeah. laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's... Uh... I gotta fight the urge to jump over there uh, right now. Um, so I've already cost you the the uh, making uh, cost of a Thunderhawk bases. What else can we sell you in this episode? Well, if I was an Iron Warriors player, you could probably <laughs> sell me some new Terminator kits. <laughs> yeah, right. Or just Terminator kits in general. Now I haven't read this new um, uh, PDF document, so take me through. What am I missing? Yeah, so it's the Siege of Hydrocordatus, so the Sundering of the Cadmian Citadel. And you'll have to forgive me, because I'm not really an Iron Warriors or Imperial Fist guy, but Mm -hmm. um, it is an exemplary battle that takes place in 007.m31, 
and they had embarked the Iron Warriors had embarked on a campaign of vengeance. In the aftermath of the fall engagement, the embittered sons of Perturabo brutally subjugated world after world, seeking to salve their wounded pride by bleeding and humbling the Imperial Fists wherever they could find them. On the world of Hydra Cordatus, the mere presence of the Seventh uh, Legion's forty second company garrisoning the fountain fortress sorry, the mountain fortress, uh, known as the Cadmian Citadel, was enough to draw the attention of the Primarch Perturabo himself. So, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing for you, but it does introduce the Iron Warriors Dominator Cohort. So, uh, we're looking at five Dominators um, with, uh, in their, their all characters, actually. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so I didn't notice that. Um, but their, their weapon skill 5, ballistic skill 4, strength 4, toughness 4, 1 wound, uh, initiative 4, mm -hmm. 2 attacks, 9 leadership, 2 plus save, 275 points for cataphractii armor, thunder hammers, combi bolters, implacable advance, stubborn, hatred cybernetica cortex, and those once honored. Um so uh, my my guess here is that they hate the cybernetica cortex because it seems like from those once honored, um, the dominator cohorts exist in purgatory, stripped of the honors once bestowed upon them by their primarch and forced to serve in the forefront of the most grueling assaults. Once they had been the bodyguard of Perturabo himself and in high esteem of the primarch and the legion, but their failure at the battle battle of fall would see them reduced to the miserable state in which they existed during the Horus Heresy. The Iron Circle Automata that had replaced them as Perturabo's bodyguard were an ever-present reminder of their failures during the opening salvos of the Horus Heresy and became a focus of malignant disdain. Um, so a Dominator cohort may be chosen instead of a command squad as a bodyguard for Perturabo. If selected in this manner, they count as a retinue unit and do not use up a separate force organization slot. But no other retinue unit may be selected for Perturabo, which means you can't take the Iron Circle as a retinue. Uh, all models in the Dominator cohort selected in this manner lose the Hatred Cybernetica Cortex and instead gain the Feel No Pain 6 Plus Special Rule. In addition, if an army includes a Dominator cohort selected as a retinue for Perturabo, then the army may not include any Iron Circle Dominator Ferrum class battle automata maniple units. And that would make sense, because if they're coming in as a body or for them, then you're kind of playing games taking place before fall. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. uh, I guess that would mean that if you're going to play in the Istvan 5 uh, event at Adepticon, then you wouldn't want to take Domitar. You'd want to take these guys no. instead. No, be, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, so yeah. uh, Hydrocodatus, it mm -hmm. was ringing some bells, but I wasn't sure why. Uh, so Hydrocodatus has a rich storied history uh, via Warhammer Wiki, uh, okay. but the reason why I recognize it is through the Graham McNeil novel, uh, Storm of Iron. It's the world where the Iron Warriors lay siege to. Oh, okay. So this so is one nice right out of the novel. Yeah, nice little tie in there. It, it's a 40k novel, granted, but it is an exceptionally good novel. Lo I mean, I love Graham McNeil anyway. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the, I guess, first pieces of 40K literature that I read alongside uh, First and Only uh, as part of that sort of like second generation, I guess you could say, of, of uh, Warhammer literature, mm -hmm. where the first generation was just a bunch of crazy stuff like uh, Space Marine or uh, the Ian Watson Inquisitor novels, which just batshit crazy and there's no continuity, no thread whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and then the second generation, like Dan Abner, Gray McNeil, 
came in with that. Awesome. Um, if you're an Iron Warriors fan, go check that one out. Um, yeah, right on. Uh, these guys are cool. I, I guess they have some extra options. You can take uh, additional five Dominators at 40 points each. Seems like a pretty good price. Uh, and for one and five, they can exchange the Combi Bolter for a Heavy Flamer for 10 points, Reaper Auto Cannon for 15 points, or a Multi Melta for 25 points. So second Terminator unit that can take a Multi Melta. Um, first being just Terran. Any model in the unit may exchange their Thunder Hammer for a Chain Fist for free, and any unit may exchange their Combi Bolter for a Combi Weapon for 7 points each. And uh, these guys actually have a dedicated transport option, which the other ones that released we saw uh, didn't. And that's a Dominator cohort numbering 5 models may take a Land Raider Phobos as a dedicated transport. So, pretty alright. What do you think? I mean, the common thread that I'm seeing throughout these uh, units is that they aren't overpowering. They aren't sort of like obviously uh, aggressively powerful. Mm -hmm. They are nice additions to the list. They they feel like uh, first generation heresy. When the uh, Justarian were first released, one wound terminators, uh, when the Palatine Blades, they were Space Marines in base stats, but they had slight buffs to mm-hmm. them. So the um, Palatine Blades, they had the ability to... Oh, God, was it? When they hit, if they roll a six, they ignore armor. Um, I, I can't remember the name of the... Oh, uh, the Charnable Sabres. Charnable Sabres, yeah. Yep. There were slight advantages over one another. There was nothing sort of like aggressively overpowering uh, like some of the later units that we've seen. Um, so these do feel very much sort of like classical in nature, classic heresy in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they don't seem to put the game out of joint that much. And it's interesting to see uh, a collection of new units being released on the verge of what we think is a new edition. So whether this would be like an indicator that the stat lines aren't going to change too much, that the AP system will carry over, that the core fundamentals of the game will remain, or whether they are throwing these out there just as a tide by to get over to that new edition. Uh, but for me, all of these units, they've added something to the game. They've added something uh, unique to those individual legions without completely, uh, I guess, bending this imaginary power curve that exists out there. They aren't meta-breaking or meta-defining they are nice supplemental units. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, hadn't thought about it that way, but you're, you're absolutely right. It does feel a little bit more like the early book stuff. The mm. other the other thought that I had on, on all of these is they're all weapon skill five, uh, if mm. I remember the other two correctly. Yeah. They all really feel like they're unique command squads. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. and they're all Terminators as well so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far. Uh, like I was, I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but um, like at first I wanted to see Deliverers for the Raven Guard come in one of these, but now I think I want to see Shadow Wardens instead, like a Jump Pack Bodyguard unit. Okay. Um, just to mix it up, and because then they would they would fit like something close to Korax, and, and I would mm-hmm. love if. And I'm 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 wishlisting hard, um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, because you don't want Korax in a unit because then you lose his like you can only sap shoot at him. So either either you'd have to have it that he retains that ability for 
for the whole unit when the Shadow mm-hmm. Wardens are with them, or the Shadow Wardens can function kind of like the Tau drones do. Got you. Or yeah, maybe like if he's within to... a certain range, then they can yeah. take the, the wound instead. Yeah, or like if, if you deep strike for that one turn, they get that ability, they share that ability with him. So he could choose to break off or he could choose to be encumbered by them. Uh, a little bit like the Blood Angels when they come down Day of Revelation, you have that first turn cover save. Yep. So it, it's, again, it's not going to... You don't want like a huge unit of these sharing quite a powerful ability. You do still want that vulnerability with... Uh, but yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, wishlisting, I want to see Sanguinary Guard. Uh, I know it's yep. a very obvious choice on the nose. I know we have command squads already but you know what if you're giving up free stuff free units i want free units i want free stuff i want sanguinary guard i don't i don't i i can't think of anything else that it could be that would be added to to the blood angels for blood angels uh yeah i mean there's not much in the way of kind of like unit descriptions in the black library books uh yeah sanguinary guard it would have to be sanguinary big big or it might be something like uh flesh terror berserkers Mm. uh proto death company maybe something along those lines uh oh and another nice thing is that the they aren't going to produce models for them it's down to you the individual modeler to uh model them up i mean so if you're a big iron warriors fan i'm sure you have leftover bits maybe leftover terminators you've been squirreling squirreling away those plastic cataphracty for some project in the future well here it is here's the project yeah um and actually if you look uh i think they're using the legion specific terminators for the second picture um and they've all got uh they've they've got like bonding studs on the legs Mm. Uh, you can easily add those kind of things even to the plastic cataphractia kit Um, Mm -hmm. if you go to the dollar store there's tons of little vials of small glass beads uh, that Mm -hmm. i've used to turn mark five into mark or mark seven into mark five I mean, one of the tricks that's given in the uh, modeling uh, book produced by Forgeworld is opening up uh, a, oh God, what are they called? Uh, the, the things you use to purify water to make it nice to drink. Oh, a Brita uh, filter? Yeah, like a Brita filter. Yeah, you could break one of those open, the little charcoal and plastic beads in there. Crack oh. one of those. Open. You have a lifetime supply of beads. I think I have one kicking around. I'm going to bust it open yeah, later. break it open to hell with the water and taste it nice. Just break it open. Yeah. Um, well, I had to throw the actual like plastic jug out because mm-hmm. um, I, I had left for work for like two weeks. And at oh, some no. point over that two weeks, like the power went out in the apartment. And there, I had like uh, some chicken in the freezer and the <gasps> plastic in this Brita filter just like absorbed the smell. Oh, um, yeah, you don't want to yeah. taste chicken water. No, so <laughs> I just, I, I threw the whole thing out, but I think I still have a spare filter um, in the uh, in the cupboard. I switched for the bottle, the brittle bottle that has, like, the straw filter built into mm-hmm. it, um, if anyone's interested in how I drink water. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, how you avoid chicken-flavored water. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but... Um, I, I mean, it, it seems like they're getting back to this sort of early heresy type stuff where conversions were not just welcome, but like encouraged uh, mm-hmm. and building your own flavor was encouraged, um, which is a, a stark contrast to some of the, the newer kits that you see in, in 40K um, that I've heard. I, I hear that a lot of them are quite sort of monopose and static, but mm-hmm. um, 
like the Night Lords one had two different community conversions to represent and be pictured for the uh, the um, Atramentar. Yeah, and I've already seen on like three D printing websites and, and Facebook groups people making uh, Nostroman uh, lion heads that clip on to uh, cataphracty plates. I, I mean, the Heresy has always enjoyed a rich. Uh, modeling community, modeling and painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so giving us more units, more opportunities to practice these skills uh, could only be a positive thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, and I think actually that would probably work as a, as a fantastic segue over to our very creatively driven segment on armies that will trigger your friends. Uh, <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so if you're someone who really likes to bother everyone else in your group and flex that creative muscle, uh, we're going we're gonna to flesh out a couple of fun ideas <laughs> uh, to really push the limits. Um, I will say a shout-out, actually, to the uh, Kitchener-Waterloo, uh, the Great Northern Heresy Group. Like These guys are at like pinnacle narrative, do-your-own-hobby, and we'll help you do it. Um, I was in a hobby night on Thursday, actually, with those guys. And, like, they do not shy away from Great Crusade armies and helping guys make, like, little tweaks to rules or create their own characters with a rule set. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, I, I, I kind of joked with this army, uh, or my my idea, um, and they were like, oh, well, you know, we can, we can help you make, like, some early greats or some early scouring rules for that. Uh, and then they walked me through some rules that they've got for a local Iron Hands player who's got a Praetor that's interred in a Dreadnought. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, like, he's got he's got his own little data cut sheet, and, like, everyone in the area is cool to play against it and, like, help him tweak it and refine it so that way he doesn't become, like, game-breaking or the complete opposite and get shit-kicked um, mm-hmm. every single time. Like, it's it, it's really awesome. Um, it's, uh, it's quite refreshing. But why don't we go through your trigger army first? Uh, and then, then this wasn't my idea let me preface this this, this really wasn't my idea to almost like it feels like bear baiting like mm-hmm. we're prodding and we're trying to draw out the worst aspects of people <laughs> in this hobby here but you know what why not let's and this will go up on youtube right oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> and youtube comments are always life affirming so <laughs> let yeah let's do this okay so i'm going to do one of the lost legions and of course, a groan go- goes up whenever you hear, oh, I'm going to do a th- uh, one of the Lost Legions. Brilliant. Okay, what's one of your... And then you have to sit through this boring explanation for about half an hour explaining the law and why that guy's Primarch is the best, why he had to be killed, or why he's never been heard of. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you find out in the it's always the same. It's always the same um, uh, storyline that uh, it was Malal in the end. Oh, uh, okay. So you've done this. You not, not only are you a hipster, you're a super hipster. That you <laughs> you've combined two of these obscure references and you've jammed the concepts together, and this has ended up with your marine force. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to do a lost legion force, but I'm going to put a little bit of a, a uninspired twist to it. Mm-hmm. So when the uh, okay, one of the primarchs, Mortarian. Yeah, this guy strikes me as a bit of a um, uh, yeah, so Motarian finds one of the pri- these lost Primarchs, calls immediately for aid because he doesn't know what to do. 
the Emperor, Lehman Russ, and Dawn turn up to confront the new uh, the, the new member of the fraternity of Primarchs, mm-hmm. but it doesn't turn out that way. Yikes! It's Why not. not? Yeah, so they aren't going to join the fraternity at all because it's a woman. Whoa! Yeah. Um, yeah, you're going extra triggery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm blowing this up. Yeah. And they can't have a woman as being a Primarch. They, they're all about reinforcing the patriarchy. They, they're all about just smashing and re- uh, 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 keep keeping women down because part of the part of any uh, sense of colonialism, you have misogyny. Racism and misogyny goes hand in hand. Uh, so they they have uh, like an intense hatred of Xenos life forms. Okay, let's have an intense hatred of uh, female life forms as well. Why not? So this uh, Space Marine Force will be converted with Stormcast heads from the range. In fact, you can use Stormcast miniatures as well for extra triggery army. Yeah. All female. Um and then you can use the new Year Drissa, I think it is, the uh, new female Stormcast character. Yeah, the one with the and, wings. Yep, and you can use her as Sanguinius in games. Oh, okay, yeah, so use the Blood Angel rule set. Yes, or Shattered Legions. Yep. Uh, whichever one is more powerful, that's what you use. Yeah, not whichever one's going to fit your flavor, just whichever no, one's No, I mean... The, <laughs> What what's the flavor? What's the law? What's the theme of this army to piss people off? Okay, so we're going to pick the most powerful stuff we can uh, in a shattered legions force, uh, and we're going to uh, yeah. So that that is my. I feel a bit dirty having said that out loud, but yeah, that's my trigger heavy army uh, using stormcast and primaris miniatures using the all female heads. New sisters of battle minis. Sisters of battle minis, yeah. Um, Hell, you could even gender invert them and have them as misters of battle. Misters of battle. <laughs> yeah. Yep. To, to like thumb your thumb your eye even more and lose even more friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that that is my exercise in pissing people off and 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 yeah. You know uh, what? I I actually I I wouldn't mind seeing it because. Um... Like way back in the Rogue Trader days, there were female Space Marine models. Yeah. Um, so you, like you could have a real good hark back to it, um, and and you could you could even build that out a little bit further because there was a line, I think it was in the Siege books. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, it might have actually been in Wolf's Bane, where Malkador actually says like I told him to make you a sister. Yes. Um, and so you could just have Malkador went in and did it anyway. Because I get the sense Malkador sometimes does what the Emperor needs to have done, even without him knowing about mm-hmm. it. Uh, and quick quick spoiler closures for the next 10 seconds. Like, he does that in the Siege um, when he takes the uh, that other girl down into where the Primarchs were supposed to live. Yep. Um, to uh, have a little chat with old Magnus. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, this force is partly inspired by Astarte um, and mm. the com- conversations online surrounding her and why people are upset that the Primarchs apparently had a mother. Uh, I mean, it, it makes it, sense. It, it, seems, it seems weird to me that it's fully acceptable that they have uh, a father, like a very stern, strong father figure, but they're called Adeptus, Adeptus Astartes. 
well, who is Astartes in classical literature? It's a female hunter goddess. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm surprised then that Astartes isn't the, uh, and more spoilers, the um, lady that's living in the desert that John Grammaticus goes to talk to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because she, she claimed that she was their mother too. Um, and then she uh, had mean, that uh, bear space <laughs> marine just hanging out with her. <laughs> I, I, you, I can feel people screaming at the podcast. You haven't read Warhawk yet, have you? I haven't, no. Um, okay, so I, let's cut, let's cut okay. that conversation off right there. <laughs> All right. Let's cut, let's cut that particular umbilical cord. Sounds uh, good. But yes, that is my uh, trigger-heavy army. All right. You know what? I like it. Um, yes. And uh, uh, it reminds me a little bit. There's, there's a guy who did a, um, he did a second legion. Mm-hmm. And like any, he, he he built it in to fit like the background and had him lose to Lehman Russ and. So we had him on the show, yeah, um, and talked about this astrological sign and how it influenced the character, mm-hmm. and how one of so when you look at the zodiac signs, uh, a couple of the missing pieces. One of them is sort of like a, 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 a one of the traits missing is somebody to be able to communicate, so somebody who acts almost like as a social lubricant or maybe as like an emulsifier mm-hmm. between Russ and Mortarian, a, a being who is able to communicate and bridge the gap and bridge the divide between them. Uh, now, I, who's to say whether that this lost female Primarch would be that person because you don't, I mean, she could be as batshit crazy as Angron for all we know. Yeah, but yeah, well, it is. Imp- like, yeah, Virgo, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just picked yeah. the one that I knew was a woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, again, it, it, the, the, there's lots of room here to uh, play the bastard. Yeah, that's aw- that's awesome. Actually, that's that's a really good one, uh, and that would fit in with uh, the Great Crusade kind of stuff. So that's yeah. that's a nice contrast. But uh, please, I don't want any comments about this. It was a throwaway thought for a collection. I don't want to see. Uh, I, I, don't PM me about this. Don't personal message me. Don't at me about this. It's a throwaway <laughs> thought for a fun segment. Okay. If yeah. you're angry about this, don't take it out on me. Don't take it out on us. Um, uh, just take a cricket ball and f- blindly throw it down the street. Yeah. Uh, or if you're Canadian, um, take a lacrosse ball and do the same. Uh, yeah, get, go to your local hockey ring and start a fight with somebody. That, because that's- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, just, go to a, how, just fight a guy at your kid's hockey game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If you have a kid, go to a hockey game and shout at another father. Pick a fight that way. Don't. I don't want to hear any more about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we won't get any. <laughs> no, no yeah, of course we'll, not. We'll be fine. Yeah, um, yeah so mine, uh, mine's a little... Uh, I, I goffed over it a little bit in the last episode, but... <laughs> I'm really starting to steer into the skid a little bit on this one because um, I, I don't think anyone would get triggered by like a Thunder Warrior army. Well, they might actually if you showed up to like a late heresy event and you were like, yeah, these ones stole a ship and they're out in space. <laughs> um, space Thunder Warriors without their void sealed yeah. armor. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm really starting to steer into um, the Grey Knight thing a little bit. So the Sons of Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, largely just because I, I really need a reason to buy a Hexfire box. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> okay, why why do you need to buy that? Just because that castle and crow mini looks lit, um, and I could turn the thousand sun sorcerer into like a thirty k. Uh, yeah, that would make psycho. a badass praetor. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, he's he's already in like Mark IV armor, right? So you swap the backpack out, swap the head, yeah. just file down, fill in a couple spots, and you've I got mean, towards... any Mark IV. Yeah, I mean, in the Siege of Terry, the Terra, they're already pre-Witchy-Poo at that point. So if you did want to keep more of those embellishments on there, I mean, yep. it's a character miniature. He would have extra embellishments on his armor. Yeah, I, if you did want to shave it down, bring it more closer to the classic heresy aesthetic, whatever that may be. Or if you want to keep it more 40k in scale, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he'd be easy to change to any Legion. Um, yeah. With uh, if, if you get a little bit handy with Milliput. Um, <clears throat> shout out to your video which taught me how to like properly fill gaps uh, yeah but i've been trying to use that like plastic or the acrylic putty uh-huh. from yeah, Paleo that comes in the little like thing and no matter what i do it never actually goes flush uh, yeah and it kind of bobbles when you're trying to file it as well yeah so a little tip uh use uh, just normal milliput that comes in the red packaging uh, the, the red uh, writing on it uh, and there is a technique out there i've never been able to make it work personally but i know military scale modelers love doing this they use isopropyl alcohol and they create like a little well with the uh, putty that you run a, a brush an old brush into and you keep adding isopropyl alcohol and it makes like this slush this slurry uh. that you're painted on top and that creates a perfect cover for those for those gaps but it's a technique i've never been able to do myself i tend to just use water and then file it down afterwards yeah actually that reminds me somebody sent me a video a while ago and i totally <laughs> forgot about it if you use the tamiya plastic glue um or the ah, ak okay. interactive plastic yeah. glue um because both of them are in that square jug with like the brush on thing yeah i'm looking at it right now yeah if you've got one that's kind of low throw like one to two pieces of plastic sprue in there mm-hmm. and it oh, melts it down okay. and then yeah. becomes like a paint on like crack filler that basically just becomes plastic. And then if you need to sand it or whatever afterwards, you're just sanding so plastic. I wouldn't do that. But another tip again from the Patreon mm-hmm. uh, that I, I personally wouldn't do that because I'd be afraid that, okay, once it, the plastic is absorbed, the, the glue, where does it go? Then it kind of becomes hardened. Um, so what you can do is when, when you're filing down the miniature or when you're taking a, a, a knife, you can shave off little plastic pieces uh, onto a gap so you can create really, really fine shavings. And then you can add the extra thin cement on top to create that soup. Ah, okay. Yeah. There's, the, there's yeah. A, a good tip too if you're gun shy on the milliput. Uh, yeah, so I've been able to make that technique work, but the milliput, I'm sure there are videos out there explaining the process. It's just something I've never been able to replicate. It's one of those mystical videos, you know, when you see uh, loaded brush. Again, I, I know how to do loaded brush, but it it always seems like magic whenever I see Ben Comets or somebody like a master do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's but one that I'm not super good at either. Sorry. We, yeah, yeah, gone, yeah. yeah well, well, trigger on it. Great nights. I have to get off. Base. If I don't, then this, this hasn't been an episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so proto gray knights. Uh, so I'm thinking Thousand Suns rules, run them as a loyalist. Um, uh-huh. But one thing that I did notice in the, after after the episode, and this is where I was like, oh, you can get really triggery. <laughs> um, so you can convert yourself up a nice little emperor. 
and run them with Magnus the Red rules. <laughs> and you can make up your own little Armin equivalent and run them with Armin's rules because in uh, I, and I, I went and checked the fact afterwards when I saw this too. Armin and Magnus do not have the box that says can only be taken in a traitor army. Oh, yeah, that's that's a nice little thank you book. Is it seven? Uh, from... Yeah, I think that's book seven. Yeah. Inferno, thank you again for that slip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh dear. <laughs> like, uh, so now you can have the Emperor and a whole bunch of Grey Knights and just be like, yeah, this this is actually what stormed oh, <laughs> the bench for spirit. <laughs> could you ally them with Custodes in that case? You, uh, as far as I know you can, does the Custodian oh, okay. have a different... Um, Uh, that's malevolence i'll check their updated list in book nine i mean that would be pretty tricksy right running a thousand sun list <laughs> because yeah. Jesus or do yeah or do they just fit um do they just have uh if they if they just count inside the imperial army mm-hmm. for the um yeah do they have their own specific matrix yeah i don't not sure i'm in army list editions here i thought it was in this book maybe it's in oh you know what i think they got an update in the blood angels book. who is uh, the malevolent. special character of the who's who's the first gray knight grandmaster um, um rubio uh he's kind of like the project manager from like an astartes level no there's uh, another guy who comes from the thousand sons legion oh um yeah he he was one as well and so that was kind of my thought on what i could use the thousand sons model from yeah. x-fire so, for i mean he, he you can use araman as him yeah that's true um yeah that's actually yeah i could do that put him as the warlord and then include rubio and then just my sweet yeah. painted up castle and curl model Oh yeah, <laughs> use the emperor. Uh, if you are looking for an emperor miniature, there's a a three D model out there called the um, oh god, what's he called? Uh, uh, it's called something like the three D art guy. Uh, but I'm sure you've all seen it. Uh, beautiful sculpt. Quite hard to find a pr- a good print of it. If you find a decent printer, um, yeah, you can print it. Uh, really, not, and it's a couple of different versions of them as well. Uh sweet. Yeah. Okay. I'll um, I'll check I'll check that out. Because uh, now I might now I might actually do this after we're yeah, done here. Like, I might go pick up like the last hexfire box because I know where it is. Like leading like down this away. rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, gray knights weren't in the siege. They're out in the universe, but they're not there to siege. Alex, how yeah. can you justify this in the law? Well, because for one thing, we don't know that they're not at the siege yet because the siege isn't done being retconned. <laughs> um, so <laughs> fight me on that maybe on that maybe plane you don't know um, the future yeah and and if if i want to get if you want to get real deep with this then because uh, there's there's been that um what is it the uh like conspiracy theory that horus didn't kill sanguinius uh maybe sanguinius knows about the the gray knights so they got to put him down anyway <laughs> oh perhaps he was turning so they send a hit squad out yeah, yeah. Uh, or maybe maybe the Grey Knights come back and help close the the hole that's in the dungeon. Because, I mean, that gets boarded up at some point, right? Yeah. Vulcan's not still down there 40,000 years later, like, punching no, demons as they walk in. 
he's uh, going to oh uh, yeah do we, people care about spoilers yeah well, he's they, they get it up. now that's the one that got spoiled for me <laughs> yeah he's he's going back to Eleanor he's going back to Armageddon yeah <laughs> uh, quick aside um, talons of the emperor are considered to be agents of the emperor and may only be taken in an army with a loyalist allegiance. Talons of the Emperor's detachments may ally with any other Loyalist faction detachment other than Black Shields as fellow warriors. So you can even like throw a you can even throw a shield captain in with your Tylos Rubio and your Armin would be and if you're taking Emperor, Terminators. If you're taking Magnus as the Emperor, it would behoove you to take a squad of uh, custodies. Yeah, um, probably wouldn't take any Sisters of Silence in that one. And Sisters of Silence. Foot, but, um, just nullify the Emperor's psychic powers with his bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real heresy on hard mode. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take a fight. Yeah, take the upgraded version as well, like 560 points, and then put Sisters of Silence next to him. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, That's like self harm. Yeah, exactly. Like now people can't get mad at you. Even yeah, because I'm sabotaging myself. It. Yeah, it's the story of my life. This yeah. is why I do segments like this on my podcast. Yeah, maybe take Pepper straight to the car if you run this <laughs> army, because you might uh, might get jumped in the parking lot. Especially yeah. if you beat, if you win the event, if it's like an event with a podium finish. Yeah, and you win the event with like your Grey Knights army. <laughs> do a really shitty paint job as well. Yeah, yeah, just rattle can them with lead belcher, and then don't even wash them. Three color minimum, so uh, base black, uh, metallic red, and then pick out the eyes in green. Um, no, and that, no. Rat, rat, price... rattle can the uh, lead belcher, and then uh -huh. uh, pick out the gold just on the hilt of the sword, and then uh -huh. put blue contrast on the eyelids. Yeah, and this is coming. This advice is coming from a professional miniature painter. Yeah, and and if you really want to take it one step further, then dip them in army painter dip. Oh, <laughs> yes, or you can go classic and, and go to your hardwood store because army painter is a ripoff, and I could get that stuff for way cheaper. And you can just get the the stuff it's based on, um, like the the well, just like, wood uh, stain. Wood stain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's an even better pro tip. Yeah. And then uh, just paint your base as goblin green. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> classic yeah um but uh from a unit perspective i mean pretty much anything that's currently available in a gray knights uh 40k box would fit because uh, you could have your terminators as segment maybe throw maybe swap out their power spears or whatever throw a uh do an arm could swap buy nullificators as well actually they, yeah yeah that's even better can, actually Run you can use those sort of like as uh, yeah, pur purifiers. I think they called. Oh, that's that's an even better thought that, than what I had. Um, yeah, I think they are proto gray knights. Anyway. Mm, yeah, and then uh, take a warmonger with them so they can deep strike. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Um, anyway, to put a shield captain in there as well. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if if you have a warmonger, any unit that he's attached to would gain deep strike. Okay. So if you put if you attach an independent character to a unit. And then attach a warmonger to that unit, then that whole unit would have deep strike. Perfect. Okay, let's do that. Yep. Um, and I'm just gonna check their rights of war to see if um, to see if you can uh, if one of them 
allows the blade cult to be um, troop choices? No, it doesn't look like it. I was hoping the Axis of Dissolution did it. Uh, oh, we can't break it even yeah, more. But, they, but uh, this actually might be the one to go to, though. Uh, the effects, uh, the Alembic of Adamant, models with uh, this special rule that are part of the force using this right war automatically pass any morale checks or pinning tests. They are called to make on if they're within six inches of an objective. Um, the Caustic of Grace, models with the Legion of Sturdy special rule that are part of this, uh, fire Overwatch at BS2. And the transition of vitriol, uh, you can reroll to hit into wound rolls for models with Legion of Stardis that are part of the force using this right of war against enemy models which are falling back. So you'd have to you'd have to charge them while they're falling back, I guess, but um hmm. Yeah, and then and then it's infantry heavy actually. You may not take more vehicles with the tanker flyer type. Then you have okay, infantry units fine. in the detachment. So I mean, after buying good. the Emperor and the Shield Captain, you're not going to have much room for an army anyway. No, no, you wouldn't. But I was thinking, like, because the Blade Cabal uh, have the two Force Swords, which is exactly, like, what the... Um, Purifiers have? Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah I'm not I sure know what the unit's they've... called, but you know what I mean. Like the standard yeah, they have, like, I a watch. little jump pack on them. They sort of, like, phase through the warp, and they have two blades. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and those guys have uh, Mastery Level 1. So I mean that the Thousand Suns Grandmaster of the Green Knights definitely probably trained those guys up as a cult blade cabals, but million percent. Yeah, um, and actually, uh, I forgot that you would be able to fit some Castellax Ikea Battle Automata in there. Oh, you can run those as the um, Dread Knights. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, if you uh, you shrank them down a little bit. I was thinking the Dread Knight, you could blend it with either Leviathan Dreadnought or blend it with um, even just like the regular Box Knot. I go Leviathan because it it's better. It's big, isn't it? it? It's a better unit stat. Hmm. You know, people are going to have a harder time with it. I mean, that's what we want to give people right, a hard time with yeah. it. I, yeah, that's I don't right. want people to yeah. enjoy playing this list. I, I, I just want this list to win. Um, I might actually do this one. <laughs> uh, I probably won't put the Emperor in it, but uh, this sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like it could be actually a fun fun little thing to do. And then, I mean, if, if you include Rubio in it, then uh -huh. you're kind of you're kind of balancing the power level of it out a little bit, right? Because if you don't accomplish Rubio's mission, you lose anyway. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. So uh, people have a horrid time playing against the list, but then they win anyway. Yeah. I'm not sure whether that's more frustrating or not. Yeah, why? Do you really want to do this? Ah, uh, kind of. Uh, if I do it, it's not going to be like a full thing. I'll do like a century. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like you're... It, it feels like you're swimming against the stream here. It, it's like watching a salmon battering itself bloody. <laughs> yeah. try, try and get to the top. And for what? You know, it's not like you're the salmon you get to mate at the end of it. You don't get to reproduce. What no. do you win? <laughs> what do you win at the end of this trial? Like self-satisfaction? Like a story. I just, I'd have to convert the crap out of it. Like I'd have to swap the Terminator legs to make like the and and probably the arms just to make them look cool. And that would be it, the only saving grace in here would be the modeling potential. But um, it, it, it's a lot of work for a bad idea that you're gonna tell like a self congratulatory story to yeah. people like five or six years from now. 
and, and they won't care. It's like hearing about somebody's dream. You don't care. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, no, if I, if I do do it, it'll be purely just for my own modeling potential, and then I'll throw it out when people are cool. Um, like, yeah, I, if I'm going to an event, I'd still be rocking up probably with my Raven Guard. Um, if it's something I can take my Black Shields to, though, uh, I'd be taking those because I have an absolute blast playing the Black Shields. Well, that's the great thing. As an event organizer now, you get to make the rules. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If you want to play your uh, your early era Grey Knights army, well, I am the officiator. I say they're allowed. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I would let them in, uh, particularly, I mean, just because I mean, no one would know about them, right? Like, we don't even know what state of existence they're in. Um, so I I I'd be fine with it, but I I wouldn't let you bring the emperor out because he's stuck to a chair. Oh, that's where you draw the line. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 finally hit that uh, that line which you will not cross. No yeah, emperor. Yeah, no emperor. Um, you can't use the Magnus as the emperor. No, no, you that's, can't that's use not, the Magnus. That's not cool, emperor. bro. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll play. I would play that against somebody like just in a one on one game. But I mean, where where a lot of my events are so narratively driven, I do uh, I do let a lot of stuff, um, a lot of fun stuff. Like I find ways to rationalize it in there. Like we've got one player for LVO. Um, I'm not going to give it away because it's going to be part of the story here, but uh, <laughs> like he's he's excited. He's going to be something that like you know he might trigger some people. Yeah, um, he's going to be using a force that's outside the norm. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited about it, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see how how it would function. Yeah. Um, but same sort of thing. Like I mean, if if, if I go forward with like a centurion sized uh, Thunder Warrior project. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which I still might do just because this guy was like, he's a lot of fun to build and, and it seems like a really cool modeling opportunity. Mm. Uh, it would be like if I'm playing a Unification Wars game. Like I wouldn't yeah, bring that you, up to You do have game. files out there as well from the um, Australian dudes. What are they called? The, yeah, the um, Oz30K. Yeah, the Oz30K guys. They, mm-hmm. they uh, did a Kickstarter. And they, you have files uh, out there that exist already. You can I've seen a lot of conversions from the... Uh, Dominion box set from AOS. Yeah, that's so. That's what I did. Um, mm-hmm. was yeah. I, I got like uh, I had gotten given like one of the magazines that have the little Oric or mm-hmm. uh, Cruel Boy, I think they're called, and then yeah, um, the one Stormcast guy in there. And I was cleaning up and just kind of getting stuff like situated, and and I found a sprue with the uh, from the Torox mm. kit, and I was like. Oh, that head kind of looks like a Thunder Warrior because he's got the goggles. Mm-hmm. So I clipped that out. I immediately stopped organizing and cleaning, and I like dug that magazine out that I had, grabbed a couple like pair of Mark III arms, and slapped it on there with like an Aurifera yeah, Soldier and uh, like a Power Sword. Yeah, um, it really works. Yeah. It really works. Uh, and you have the rules from the um, Morval dudes as well. Uh, did the Mormons do some? I know Oz30K did uh, some rules for them. Oh, yeah, Oz, Oz30K. Yeah, they definitely have a PDF at the very least yeah. out there. Yeah, but if, if you did want to do uh, some Thunder Warriors to trigger your friends and they're not cool with fan-made rules, uh, you could use the um, Black Shields rules for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And take the Chimera with like the plus one strength and toughness, mm-hmm. uh, minus one to charge and initiative. Because that would make sense since the legs on the Thunder Armor weren't powered. Mm-hmm. They might be a little bit slower. And they're a little bit dim as well. Yep. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, th those guys would work fine, and the Marauder squads would work perfect for that. Yeah, I mean, they're so ubiquitous. You could do whatever the hell you want with a Marauder squad. It, they're, they're, I love the Black Shield army list because there's so much scope for pos. It feels like a yeah. toolkit. Yeah, and, and they're an absolute blast to play. Like, yeah. Every, every it, I mean, like the iterators guys talk about it, and Craig and I have talked about it. Like when you're in a game where it feels like every dice roll matters, mm -hmm. I find the Black Shields even extrapolate that up to 2,500 points. Like when I was playing JP, every dice roll mattered, and that didn't help me out at all. Mm. <laughs> and then he really put the boots to me. But yeah, anyways, there's a couple of fun hobby ideas to uh, screw with your friends. <laughs> yeah ruin people's day and uh okay if you're if you're angry at this segment uh, again don't take it out on us just pick pick a fight with a stranger in the park yeah yeah feedback can be sent to your local mp or mla um, yeah, yeah they they always love uh, responding <laughs> to that stuff yeah exactly um so awesome uh thanks for thanks for coming in miles um, oh it's my pleasure it. uh, do you uh you want to you want to throw couple of your plugs just all into nice wonderful basket after that segment no just no. forget i was ever on here that's okay because uh those plugs are going to come at the close anyway so too bad yeah i i want to be like the majority of the black shield forces uh and and the second and 11th legion unremembered yeah <laughs> um and uh well i guess you could always make a second second legion black shield force if you wanted to <laughs> get squirrely there you go. Now you got a rule set. If you don't want to use the Shattered Legions or, uh, uh, oh, great. Now my gears are turning on that. I'm not going to do, not going to do that project, but <laughs> just thinking like you could, you could make like a cool druidic themed army, like lots of like elk horns and stuff. And, yeah. Um, make that one of your, your lost legions or maybe make yes, it it's... like some pre pre Magnus thousand Suns. Yeah, somebody who's not necessarily fallen to chaos, but fallen to like eight, maybe like Cthulhu esque gods, like star gods. Ooh, yeah, worshiping yeah. the powers of the universe. I mean, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of lore videos about um, uh, a song of ice and fire. Okay, I mean, yeah. you you can model uh, some of the legions on some of the houses there, say like uh, House uh, Baratheon. I think that'd make a great one. Like ours is the Fury. That'd make mm. a great. Uh, I mean, but I guess they'd be more appropriate for uh, Black Shields, like the smaller forces rather than like an independent kingdom almost. Yeah. Uh, why are we still talking about this? No. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. No, <laughs> collect a proper legion like Sons of Horus. Yeah, start there. And then when you get bored, then you can start looking at this craziness. Yeah, um, then you can collect female space marines. Yeah, then you can do female space marines or uh, Grey Knights or Thunder Warriors in space. Or House or Baratheon, Tau. Black Shields, or Tau. Tau. <laughs> yeah, just buy a Gundam and bring it along. Yeah. <laughs> and and just dip that one, too. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, thanks for joining. Uh, check out Little Legend Studio. You'll get all that in the... the um, Wrap-up. The wrap-up as well. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> maybe if you're not handy but want someone to commission up Second Legion for you, check him out. Um, and uh, then make sure to attach all the frustration that your friends have. Yeah, yeah, take, 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 yeah, take it out on like passive aggressive comments. 
uh, strangers uh, and people on advice lines. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, this this segment was very very well timed as well because there was a, a real passion project of some ninth ed stuff and. Um, oh God, yeah, that that document is amazing. I mean, yeah. I'd love I'd love to try that out. Yeah, I I, I want to try it out too. Like, I mean, I've got friends who like they they're not interested in thirty k because they had a couple of like poor experiences on the tabletop but like they're they're garage hammer buddies like they they play ninth ed because it it plays faster so it's perfect for what they want to do and and there's a lot of rules that i do like in uh particularly the terrain stuff like you can shoot into or around a building and not through it Mm -hmm. i i love the command point the um Mm concept of it i mean with horus for example how do you represent his genius on the battlefield well it's deep striking and uh orbital barrage is that really everything you can do but having that command point structure uh enable to uh, like say if you could spend command points to give a unit furious charge for a mm-hmm. turn yeah. i think that'd be a really nice addition to the game yeah where every time you spend command points like on a five plus or whatever you get them back yeah something something uh of course we want to avoid sort of like the rule bloat and the craziness that 40k is experiencing at the moment uh, yeah. uh, apparently from what i understand there's a lot of dissatisfied players out there so avoiding that is good but i like the concept of the mechanic yeah i, I think if we had like say three general stratagems and then every faction had two or three general mm-hmm. stratagems i think that's enough i could handle it mm, um, yeah but uh, like I've got the the Adeptus Mechanicus Codex, and it's like two or three pages of just stratagems, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not even gonna try to remember these. Mm. <laughs> like I'm just gonna get my, just gonna get the boots put to me. Um, but now I don't have to make a 40k army. I can use my Raven Guard or my Black Shields, or if you have Solar Auxilia, they've even got rules for those. But it's just the amount of passion, and, and I mean, it's it's not the game set or the rule set that make the games that you're going to play it's it's the people you're playing with and the stories you're telling like i mean if, if you're playing heresy for truly narrative reasons then i don't think the rule set matters but if you don't like the rule set like it's just like fantasy right we've got people playing sixth ed fantasy and mm-hmm. eighth ed fantasy and um i mean we even have people playing like second third edition 40k rules mm-hmm. yeah right now like just play what you play what you like and hobby what you like and you know if you want to trigger your friends, we gave you some great ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Thanks again, Miles. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then Craig's going to come back with me, um, and uh, we've got a quick listener list and a wrap-up. Oh, what a beautiful way to end that segment. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that, yeah. That really nice. Really yeah. nice. Yeah. And thanks again for coming on. Oh, that's my pleasure. Right, i got to shoot off. Right. Alex, you have a great uh, afternoon. Yeah, afternoon. Yep. Uh, and I'll talk with you soon. Okay. Thanks, boss. Bye.
welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. And Craig's joining me on deck now. How you doing, Craig? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Good, man. Uh, we had a nice, like, trigger-worthy conversation with Miles. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, how to trigger your friends when they take <laughs> you seriously. Uh-huh. Well, hopefully everyone gets the warning. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a fun little exercise. It was just kind of mm-hmm. like goofing off. Um you know, what can we do to just be like bonkers and frustrating and <laughs> annoy people on the internet? Um, so you're being trolls. Uh, yeah, more or less. Or it's, <laughs> it's it's more, it's an instructional on how to be a troll. Really. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how not to have right. any friends by Miles yeah. and Alex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I kind of, it came a little bit out of the conversation that we were having about like the... Uh, scouring yeah. and um and then the the timing was good because uh, a bunch of guys like put a ton of work into doing ninth ed um lists like ninth ed compatible lists for heresy mm-hmm. uh which is pretty handy like you know if you're if you're a guy like me who's got a couple buddies that like played 40k you don't mind playing some garage hammer with them now i don't need to like go buy a new list or Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. go buy a new codex or try to actually keep up with all the stuff that's in there because these guys are chilling. So, you know, they'll let me just play my Raven Guard or, yeah. um, you know, whatever it is that I've, I've got heresy-wise and just mm-hmm. play with the Ninth Ed Codex. Like, they have no qualm about that. That's perfect. That works out. Yeah, but um, those guys got, uh, you know, a mixed reception, to say the least. Well, you can't um, pe- please everyone on the internet, so... No, no, you can't. Um, but anyways, uh, um, I think I think it's a lot of good work. I think it's fun. like I'll try it out. Um, I'm not gonna condemn it before anything, right? I, yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, I can't remember if this was just you and I talking on our own, or or if Miles and I talked about it. But like, if you you know don't condemn the rule set if you haven't tried it. Like, yeah, give it a go first, and then, um. You know, if 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 you don't like it, then fine. You know, play Age of Darkness First Edition. You know, people are still playing Six Ed Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, you know, they just because the latest edition is there doesn't mean that you're forced into playing anything. Exactly. Um, I mean, I, I, we were talking about this for a little bit when I was visiting with you about how um, all the rules are out. All the all the uh, all the Primarchs have rules. All the Legions have rules. So if you don't like if they if the rules do change come up with the next edition, um, if you don't like them, you are comfortable where you are. Like yeah, there, all the rules are there. Everything you need to play for every legion and every faction involved in the Horus Heresy is right there, right in front of you. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone yeah, has so, everything has everything has models now, or all the Primarchs have models. Fantastic. Yeah, and that's something yeah. we didn't talk about. Jagatai Khan's model. Uh, yeah, Miles and I might have chatted about it briefly, but uh, I can't actually remember. Um, but yeah, Jagged Icon was revealed. Oh my! Uh, I think he looks—he's one of the the best looking Primarchs. Oh, he's um, fantastic. From an armor perspective, he's fantastic. Uh, I, it's a great looking model. Yeah, I think I got a good idea on how to do a helmet for him too. And oh, I, I think I saw um, uh, feelers out there already for it. Mm, the Quinjaw. Yeah. No, that's actually not for nope. uh, Jagatai. Oh, okay. No. No, I want that for a Thunder Warrior conversion. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to use that as a helmet. Fuck, I'm looking uh, at Because usually the Terminator helmet doesn't have the, um, the like, Vox links on the side. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, um, so it's usually, like, a little smoother, uh, which will fit the profile a little bit more. Um, and then I can strap, like, a, you know, a thing on the top, crest or yep. flowing hair or whatever. Yeah, top knot or something. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Right. I can make something cool out of it. Um, make a Thunderwater leader. I'm just looking um, at it right now. He's such a fantastic model. Yeah, yeah. He's really he's really good. But um, we are skipping a few steps. Are we? Doing hobby talk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, so what have you been up to? What have I? Oh, well, I got my Praetors in. Uh, my uh, Central Horus Praetor. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah, I, I snagged one too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, fantastic model. Um, I am following Miles's lead and giving him a Tornable Saber with an extended hilt. Um, and because it it just looks so badass. And yeah. and I mean the cat's out of the bag with Miles and his uh, little Horus Axeman model. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're calling him that, though. I think we're calling him the Faceless Knight or something. Oh, wait. Um, yeah. The Faceless Knight. Yeah. Hero... Uh, but he would make a great Horus Axeman. He right? would make a fantastic Horus Axeman. Yeah. Um, and I'm waiting to see about one of those showing up at my door. Because that was my original plan. That was the model I was planning on taking to uh, LVO. Yeah, and still the plan, but I might, you know, I might actually stick with that. That's new sense of Horus Praetor. I mean, they're both great, and they both work, and it doesn't change my list a whole awful lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and if you so, wanted to make your own Horus Axeman, you could actually use one of those Praetors and then swap the arms for the champion's arms. Yep. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Because then it, he's got like the extra big sword, and he's kind of got it in like a swinging pose. And... Yeah, yeah, like a coming down pose kind of thing. No, he's got uh, it like kind of in like an up, like a oh, swinging it's supposed up to be an upswing. Oh, it's supposed to be an upswing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I sorry, the champion model. Oh yeah, 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 yeah champion. Yeah. 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 Um, um. Yeah. It's. I mean, in all, all in all, they're both fantastic models. So I have started putting together my my sense of horse praetor. Um, it's going to be a fairly easy conversion. I'm trying to decide if I want to do the head or not. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't made that decision yet. I have decided like, I'm going, if I am bringing him and I am using him, he's going to have a power fist and uh, paragon blade. So I get mm. that bonus attack. Yeah. And I can, yeah. I can take, I'm not going to like run it against the, run up against a, a, a dreadnought and be like, well, what am I going to do? I'm screwed. You know, Paragon Blade's dead useless against the Dreadnought. So the Power Fist will, you know, at least help me. And uh, making him more versatile in combat. Um, so, yeah, and other than that, uh, I got some Tartarus Terminators built up for my Word Bearers. And, I, I mean, I really kind of committed to the Word Bearers when I ordered a transfer sheet as well from Forge World. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to do a... I'm not going to go really past where I am now. I might actually end up selling it, but you know, you never know if I keep it there and keep it in the back burner, you know, maybe I'll get the itching to do. Cause I've been really enjoying the red. 
I've been really enjoying how I how I've been doing the bread and uh, and uh, you know I, I want I might want to see it on a few tanks and some bigger models. You, you never know. You, you just don't know. Yeah, things, yeah things. get to fifteen hundred points. See how you feel later. Yeah, exactly. You I mean, put it on the shelf for a while. Come back to it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, other than that, I you guys are working... probably gonna hear my cat like insanely chattering in the background. That's yeah, fine. Whatever. I can hear the cat. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, also, I I've been working a lot. That was that's been a big thing. I've been just swamped at work, working, 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 working. I did have time to go and get some more color and work done on my tattoo. I got Sweet. that done on Wednesday. So, my leg's still a little bit sore right now. Um, but it's fantastic. I cannot wait for it to be done. I'm like $1,600 in the hole in this tattoo, and I still got two more <laughs> sessions to go, but it's worth it. I'm happy with it. He's doing fantastic work, and everyone will be seeing it when I get to LVO in, at the end of January. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> so, good. Um, what about you? What have you been working on? Other than uh, the fact that you're now in E-Town visiting. Um. I don't think I did too much. I did some more work on the drop pod. Uh, I mean, vehicles have always been a weak point of mine. I'm not mm. doing great with it. Um, I think it looks fantastic. Oh, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't but, yourself uh, off, but okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, like I'm doing some of the oil work, and I think I butchered that too a little bit, and so now I'm trying to clean that up and clean it backwards. And, um, um Okay, thanks, Finn. You just deleted something. No, um, no, no. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, and then uh, sorry, he uh, threw me off track. <laughs> Close the computer. I'm that, just not gonna have resources. Um, derailed that converse that that thought train of thought. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, I did a little bit. Uh, I think I did the silvers on my uh, Thunder Warrior, I think. Mm -hmm. Just like plugged away a little bit. I did the silvers and uh, the gold on the um, on the Knight Errant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's pretty much all I've done. Oh, actually, no, I built... Uh, I mean, this was in the episode earlier. I built like the um space marine half of the imperial the uh, aeronautica oh yeah thing and, and and i started on the thunderhawk oh nice um and then i built a couple marvel crisis protocol guys i think after that um but uh depending on how long uh arm's appointment goes tomorrow we're going to try to play the horse series board game oh fantastic Tomorrow, so like, yeah, like that'll the, be like the, the actual the, the game, the Horus Heresy board game. Right? Yeah, the board game. Yeah, 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 yeah. from Fantasy Flight from like forever ago. Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. out of production. So oh, I uh, cracked shame. that open for the first time, and and I got yeah. most of the way. I'm almost through Mortis, uh, so that I can yeah. start on Warhawk. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I'm going to go and look up for that. Uh... See if I can find a copy of that. I wanted to get one. I just kept forgetting to buy one. Now that it's out of print, that that upsets me. Mm. Um, I got lucky. I found it at like Warp One, I think, just before pandemic. Mm -hmm. 
Um, just brand new in box, just sitting way up, hidden on the shelf. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't remember what I paid for it. It was a fair, it was retail. I paid retail for it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can manage to find like a, a store that still has one, you'd be yeah. laughing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if I, I searched hard enough, I bet you I could find some other. So it's, uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. You'll have to tell yeah. me how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, I was on the iterators podcast mm. as well. Mm. I can't um, wait for giving that some, giving some sneak peeks at, uh, the LVO mechanics and, mm-hmm. um, kind of what's, what's going on there. And, and we have, we have interesting news from them, don't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, well, we'll, we'll let the podcast, their podcast. Oh, we'll let them do it. It. We don't, we'll we don't need to, uh, Okay, I'm going to blow the lid off of their stuff. <laughs> right, fair enough, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Fair yeah. enough. I'm excited. Uh, when you told yeah. me about it, I was pretty fucking jacked. I'm actually yeah. super jacked about it, but that's, you know. Yeah, good. yeah. Good times. I'm, I'm glad they're, I'm glad they're hyped about what I've got, um, what I've got planned. Yeah, for so sure. It makes for me sure. feel like I'm doing the right thing. Oh, or at least, yeah. no, not, I shouldn't say the right thing. Um, but, uh, you know, something that's, um, something that's going to be uh, enjoyable yeah oh yeah yeah i'm yeah. I'm getting i'm getting right stoked for it just like i can't wait for it yeah yeah it should be uh should be it's good it's gonna be a blast um yeah and then uh, and then we've got some good uh prize support um that's been committed to so uh we'll shout we'll shout those guys out now so a little legend yeah. studio uh, providing some prize support. Um, Artel mm-hmm. Minis is uh, providing some of the, some of their product. Um, Library de Monica and uh, Conversion World should be sending some uh, some conversion materials along. And uh, Versatile Terrain has added themselves to that list. Nice. Um, yeah. So we're uh, we're coming along nicely. Um, and uh, so ch- check all those guys out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually. Um, uh, Dan over at the iterators just did finally did his um, Sons of Horus Praetor that he got like early up because mm-hmm, uh, mm. he was waiting on for some uh, some bits from uh, Liber de Monica. So if you yeah, kind of get a peek at like a you know sp- one of his helmets and weapons. Head on over there and check it out. Oh nice. Yep. Yeah. So uh, and that'll be good. But be uh, yeah, why don't we? Uh, why don't we take a spin on the contest wheel? So those mm. of you that remember, we um, we were going to give away a uh, Horus Heresy event ticket. Yep, um, and uh, convention pass. Oh, and a convention badge. Okay, perfect. Yep. Yep. Um, so uh, we've got we got a number of people that entered, mm-hmm. but uh, why don't you uh, why don't you hit that random number generator? That random number generator. And we've got uh, we've got Mike. Geek Mike DN. He uh he was on on uh Instagram, Instagram here. Yep. I'm gonna Sweet. message him and I'll let him know he's the winner of it. Right on. Cool. It was so, a little anticlimactic. I should have done like a drum roll yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, I'll add one um, add one in editing. Yeah, there you go. Um so yeah, Mike, uh, congratulations. Congratulations, buddy. man. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get in touch. Well, Craig will get in touch um, yep. so that he can figure out how to transfer you. Yeah, uh, I'll have to, registrations uh, and stuff. 
it shouldn't be too hard. I think it's just uh, a little bit of a little bit of legwork on my end, but it shouldn't be too much of a problem. And uh, yeah, Mike, congratulations! I'm excited. Hopefully, hopefully we get a game in while we're there. Yeah, right on. Cool. And so this is just kind of a short segment because we had a couple of housekeeping items to kind of get through. Yeah. Um, but uh, anything else you had on your mind, sport? <sighs> well, other than I'm jacked for LVO, um, we will be back to our normal style podcast on our next episode. Um, mm-hmm. This one was a little bit weird, the conflicting uh, scheduling and whatnot, but uh, we'll make it work. And I think I think it'll be a blast hearing what you and Miles have to talk about. Yeah, I think I think I think I'm in the dark still. I haven't gotten to listen to it. So when I edit it, edit this up tomorrow, I get to listen to it, and I get to get tri- I get to hear what you guys are going to get people triggered about. So yeah, but yeah. Other than and, that, uh, like yeah. um, we'll be back to our normally scheduled program on the next episode. Perfect. And uh, I guess we'll just do some shout outs. Uh, and we already mentioned uh, Little Legend. Make sure you also check out Broken Arrow 2000 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out their Patreon and the website, littlelegendstudio.com. Uh, check out the Iterators podcast if you haven't already. Rapidly becoming one of our favorite podcasts. A hundred percent, yep. Yeah. Um, make sure you check out uh, Library de Monica uh, for conversion bits along with Conversion World. Um like his swords and spear. I actually I've, I've got one of his spears up on the Instagram. If you look at the, um, the solar auxilia, uh, mm-hmm. Lord Marshall, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got one of the conversion world spears on there. And then I've got a whole bunch of swords. I'll probably work them into my, um, uh, I'm not sure where I'll work them in yet. Uh, maybe into my, uh, thunder warriors, but, um, we'll see. Cause they're, they're a little more stylized and I've just been using the like sort of, um, straight edge, you know, mass produced looking um, gladius power gladiuses that mm-hmm. came with the Mark III stuff uh, for those. But anyways, I'm off track. Um, so conversion world, library day Monica, art cell minis, um, and uh, versatile terrain. Make sure you check out all those folks. Mm-hmm. Um, not uh, yeah, I mean it, all all your heresy needs really right in that space. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You you you'll get you'll get your itch scratch for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Actually, I'm really excited about one of the one of the things that we've got coming for from Artel. Um, yeah. I don't even know what it is, guys. Like, I'm nope. just I'm just as in the dark as you guys are. So, I get to see the shit on in L- at LVO too. So. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be sweet. Um, but check those guys out. Uh, check out Craig or the Barbarian on Instagram. If you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us uh, on Instagram at the DAB Podcast, Facebook.com slash DAB Podcast, or you can email us through deathmetrail at gmail.com. Uh, and then next episode, we'll probably just be doing a lot of listener lists, I think. Uh, yeah. Because those are got, building up a little bit. Yeah, we got, we, got, we got some listener lists to get through. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So with that, guys, thanks a lot. Keep those Geller Fields up. Take care. Fucking thing sucks! We'll do it live.